paranormal perception is about to be conjured into existence by 22 Creations Multimedia, LLC. Paranormal perception isn't just about our experiences or evidence of the other side. You'll also hear discussions about UAPs, crypto creatures and cryptocurrencies, glitches in the matrix, prophecies, and how they're coming true in front of our very eyes. And everything else, well, paranormal. You may agree with some of the things Henry says. You'll disagree with him as well. All we ask is the same thing you ask investigators to give to ghosts. Respect. Agree or disagree, you're about to get a new perception of the paranormal. A paranormal perception. through the new normal for the new decade. Welcome to Paranormal Perception. This is the show where you'll hear about brushes with restless spirits, battles with dark entities, glitches in the matrix, Creatures from different cultures. Warnings about our transhumanist future. Do we have answers? You have many questions. Yes, and so do you. There goes some of my answers you will understand and some of them you will not. You know it. You feel it. Your feelings are correct. Now, let's get a new paranormal perception with Henry San Miguel. You know, this feels like the longest October ever. No, I'm not I'm not complaining. Not, quite the opposite. I love I love it. I love the fact that it is the longest October ever. It started with OC Paracon last weekend. We were all at uh, Vulture City Paracon. Uh, by all of us, I mean the boys under the Supernatural were there. Jay Marie Yates, our friends. Patty Negger was there, who was also at OC Paracon. So we were all together. We've been together since the beginning of October, basically. So, yeah, it feels like... The longest October ever, and no, I'm not complaining. I love that. So, welcome to Paranormal Perception. On this episode, I'm going to replay, well, not replay, I've never played it before, but I'm going to play for you uh, an, an interview that we recorded at OC Paracon uh, just a couple of weekends ago, and it's with uh, Unearthing the Supernatural and Chris Levine. Chris Levine has been here. He also had a presentation at OC Paracon. This interview, though, I really, really like because... Well, you're going to get to see a side of Unearthed in the Supernatural that not a lot of you know or have seen, really. You've seen their funny side, especially on the new video that's out right now on their channel, on their YouTube channel. If you if you haven't seen it, go there and check it out. Uh, but I get to see this all the time when we talk. But they've never really shown this side uh, of Unearthed in the Supernatural when they come on the show. So, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy hearing that side of Unearthed in the Supernatural, the... Uh, the fanboy side, we'll call it, because we, we, we do talk paranormal, obviously, but we're also going to talk about movies with Chris Levine, because he, he's an actor, he's a filmmaker, producer, writer, so he knows a little bit about the film industry, and the boys, especially Sean Clan, really have an interest in that in that industry, so, like I said, there's a side of Unearthed in the Supernatural that you 
probably even that didn't even know it was there. The fanboy side. So yeah, that'll be in just a second. Before we do though, a couple of reminders. Number one, well, one reminder. One, a couple of weekends weekends to go. Weeks, not weekends to go. Uh, I've got a few. Thank you for that. I recorded some at OC Paracon. Speaking of your ghost stories, where I'm collecting them, and you can get them in www.paranormalperception.show or you can just record it on your phone and send that in to Henry at uh, paranormalperception.show and um, if you can convert it to an mp3 and if not that's fine I have plenty of toys over here where I can convert it to an mp3 so however you can get it to us get it to us you'll hear it played back on on this year's paranormal perception Halloween episode that'll be Friday October 28th like I said Two weeks to go, and it's Halloween weekend. So, but get them in either uh, on paranormalperception.show or recorded on your phone. However, you do record it, wherever you record them, try to keep it to at least five minutes or maybe under if you can. Uh, only because I want to give as many people, uh, I want to get on as many stories as we can that weekend. I, I, I'm trying to not make it a two parter. We will if we have to, but I'm trying not to. So far, right now, uh, it's a, it's just under 45 minutes. So we're doing okay. If you get any more, it might have to be a two parter, but uh, like I said, try to keep your stories to under five minutes. If you record it on the website, the system's going to cut you off anyway. So you got to keep it to five, under five minutes, no matter what. So practice it, record it, and you'll hear it played back on the paranormal perception Halloween episode. Again, on October 28th is when that will be available to all of you just in time for Halloween weekend because Halloween's on a Monday this year. And also, all of you that were OC Paracon, I've been getting emails. I've been getting messages. We want to see some video. We All of you have put up your pictures. I Honestly, I didn't take any because if you remember, those of you that were there OC, at OC Paracon, I was running in like 90, I was getting pulled in 90 different directions all at once. Uh, and, and that's a good thing because it means there were a lot of people there. There were a lot of things happening. It was a hive of activity, um, not paranormal activity, but just activity. And I, I, had, I loved it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I was exhausted, but I had a lot of fun. And I know all of you did also. So I didn't get a chance to take pictures or video. Or we recorded interviews. You're going to hear one today, in fact. But we didn't get to do a lot of videos. Now, our team, we did have a camera running pretty much the entire time. So we had we have uh, full panels. We have crowd shots. We have some B-roll so you can see the exhibitor room and just people walking around and see the smiles on everybody's faces. This weekend, finally, we're going to all sit down, we, the team here, we're going to sit down, go through all the footage, put some videos together, put some of the panels up. So if you're not already, either subscribe or go over and bookmark youtube.com slash paranormal perception. All of our videos are there now, but over uh, on Monday for sure, you're going to start seeing a lot of videos that we took from OC Paracon. That includes, like I said, full panels, uh, crowd shots, the exhibitor's room, interviews that we did. Uh, in fact, the one you're going to hear today, I think we have a video version of that also, so you may see that. Maybe not the whole thing, but a few few clips from the uh, the video interviews that we recorded there. So all everything, finally, that we shot at, at uh, OC Paracon, you're going to start seeing that on our YouTube channel. So again. If you're not subscribed, you can either subscribe or just bookmark it so you know where to go. YouTube.com slash Paranormal Perception. Everything will start showing up after the weekend on Monday. So if you were there and you were in front of our cameras or we put our cameras in front of you, you'll see yourself at uh, 
OC Paracon. Those of you that didn't go and you see what it looks like, well, when we announce ticket sales, you better get them because, yeah, the, I have a feeling they're going to sell out next year just like they did this year. So there you go. The, um, like I said, the interview that you're about to hear in a second, we recorded this at OC Paracon. It was with Chris Levin. And I like this one, not just because of everything that Chris talks about and, and I talk about, but when another thing is supernatural come on, when the, when the boys come on, like I said, it's a sign of them that I don't think a lot of you have seen or heard. That's the fanboy side of unearthing the supernatural. You'll hear that in just a second. Finally, it's October. And when paranormal perception returns, it'll still be October. It'll still be Why do you listen to this show? Is it because you've had a brush with the other side? Or you've experienced something you can't explain and can't forget? We want to hear your experiences and we want to share them with our Paranormal Perception family. Record your experience or make up a scary story to share. You can record it on paranormalperception.show or record it on your phone and send the recording to Henry at ParanormalPerception.show. Your story will then be heard on the Paranormal Perception Halloween episode on Friday, October 28th. We're looking forward to hearing and sharing your stories for Halloween 2022. It's almost time for the Halloween episode, and that means your ghost stories. While we wait, more Paranormal Perception. Welcome to another episode of Paranormal Perception. This one done live. We were alive, at least, when we, we were at OC Paracon. So the boys are here. They'll jump in in just a second. But I'm going to reintroduce you or introduce you if you, if you, weren't, if you missed it last time. Chris Levine, he's a he's a filmmaker, an actor, producer, writer. He uh, he does a lot of things, but he's on Paranormal Perception because he has an interest in the paranormal, which began a long time ago in a galaxy very very near. Didn't want to get sued for that. Um, and he, um, those of you that heard it the first time when he was on, this will be a repeat for you for everybody else. Here he is. Introduce you to Chris Levine. Hey, Chris, how you doing? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to see you. It, literally, yeah. uh, last time we were just on the phone, uh, so good to see you here. So, um, like I said, for, for people who may have missed you the, the last time where they weren't here at OC Paracon and missed your panel, uh, tell them a little bit about your history. Yeah, uh, it started over 15 years ago uh, when I was in college, and we had a guest speaker that was uh, John Zaffis, who I had no idea who it was at who's the time. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? I think it said, like, demonologist and I was like "Ooh, demons that's cool <laughs> and uh yeah so uh I went to the panel that he was speaking at and it kind of ignited my idea of like "Ooh, I can search for paranormal myself I don't have to be like I don't have to have a degree in paranormal to uh be active in the community because well, I didn't ask you this last time what? you you read demonologist you didn't you didn't want to search out demons right you were interested in ghosts yeah I mean I, I thought it was that's a cool title 
is yeah. what I thought, right? Like, wow, that's pretty badass. But, um, but I just figured that had to do with ghosts as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, there, I mean, yeah, there was, we've talked about this before. There's a, there was an interest in it be, before the John Zaffis experience, we'll call it. Yeah. I think with the horror movies have always been in my heart. And I think that leads to the, uh, the idea of the paranormal or something else out there, or maybe even the hope that there is something else out there. Yeah. Yeah, so, so talk about how that turned into you. Uh, I love how you put it on the panel, how you it led to you founding Oprah, O-P-R-A. <laughs> yeah, Oprah, yeah. So John kind of lit the fire under me, right, with the idea that, like, hey, anybody can uh, can kind of do this. I mean, not, not at his level, but, like, it gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I can, I can do stuff in Orlando. And uh, so I started the Orlando Paranormal Research Association, uh, which is Oprah for short, right? And... Uh, Bought a little web web domain at the time, like it was like uh, GeoCities or something like that, and uh, and put together some friends and uh, we started investigating paranormal places in the Orlando area. Yeah, so th- talk about how that, if at all, translated to your filmmaking acting career. Yeah, it's funny because towards the end of uh, the the that team, when we we're kind of just um, kind of losing interest in general, just due to life sometimes. Uh, I was reached out to by Taps. Um, the Ghost Hunters at the, at the time had that that new show, yeah. and they were like, "Hey, we're going uh, to be in Central Florida and South Florida. We need someone to be on camera and kind of tell us their experiences here." And I wanted nothing to do with it. I passed them on to a, another paranormal paranormal group, and then you know, fast forward 15 years later, and all I do is chase trying to be on TV. Uh, but well, yeah, wait. Well, I gotta ask. Yeah, you did watch them when they went on when they were on TV. Taps. Yeah, for sure. Was there ever a, oh man, I could have been on that show. Uh, for sure. For sure. Like, even today, like, watching, like, Ghost Adventures and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It's so cool to be on TV and, like, and, uh, and hunt, hunt for ghosts. It's pretty awesome. Now you can do it with YouTube, right? But um, back then, TV was everything. Uh, but, yeah, and then transitioning from that to um, something spiritual happening around here. What, yeah. is that? what is that? It's an EVP. Oh. Okay. From Greystone Man- Manor. Oh, they it, probably can't hear that at home. Yeah, they, they probably can uh, in the background. Yeah. It's, uh, we are that. That's proof we are live. Yeah, I was like, Ooh, there what's are going people on? here. That's cool. Um, no, but, but yeah, like yeah. I was, like you were saying, the it. I'll let the guys jump in because they they definitely have an interest in 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 the in the, especially Sean Clanny has an interest in the, not really in a paranormal sense, although he, they do that. But in being part of the industry, being an editor, doing video, yeah. you, and and I've said I will I will see it when they I'll say it when they come on in the second. That's actually what really um, caught my eye when when I was first told about unearthing the supernatural. I went to their channel, and the first thing that caught my eye wasn't their investigation, although although they're very unique, but it was their style, their editing style, the way they edited the sound, the sound they did. Uh, although the sound of the very first episode, I mean <laughs> season one, there was a little bit. Uh, that's the first thing I told them. I said, okay. Uh, love the, the editing, everything, but the sound. Let me help you with that. I'll, yeah, I'll help you out with that. So, so let me bring them in, boys. Come back, come back in. Uh, oh, there they are. Oh, 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 yeah, here we so, are again. Oh. You, you're sitting in on the uh, on Chris's panel, so now he's here next to you. So, uh, either one of you jump in. I'm, I'm sure that's Sean Clan, because I just sort of set him up. Um, go ahead, ju- ask any questions you want to know about. The film industry, because you have somebody who's in it. Everything. I want to know everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, like, how did did it all start for you? Like, how did did your, like, wanting to be a filmmaker and then, like, 
you know, just your passion, your everyday drives. Because for me, I, I, I just started editing. I'm self-taught. I never went to school or anything. But there are days where it's just like, oh, my God, you know, there's just this one scene or this one, um, I guess you're trying to edit a clip or something like that. This project, this episode is just taking forever, you know. It's kind of like a multiple question, but I guess the first one is, like, how did it all start for you? Yeah. Uh, first of all, you guys are, like, legit ghost hunters. Like, I was <laughs> on the YouTube channel yesterday, and uh, if you don't follow on everything Supernatural, go follow. And the production value is really good in your edits and stuff like that. It's cool, man. You guys do a good Thank job you. with that. Thank yeah. you. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, um, while I'm not fanboying out on you guys, um, it started, I, I, I was always into creative writing, um, in college, in high school and stuff like that. I was always creative writer, writer, um, and I had a marketing degree and I had no, still in like my late twenties, I had no idea I wanted to be in the community of uh, film industry. Yeah. And, um, I just Googled how to be an actor really is how it kind of started. Yeah. And then kind of took that route. And then as I was doing student films and kind of learning how to be an actor, I started realizing that, like, writing is more natural for me anyways. Mm -hmm. And if you look at writing as, like, like, if you write a feature film, right, that's really daunting. 90 pages, that's so much. Yeah. But if you look at it as all you need to do is write scenes that are only, like, two to, like, five pages, and then you just combine them, mm -hmm. it... it it, it, somehow it clicked, and I was like, ooh, I can do this a lot yeah. easier than I thought. Yeah. Um, and then as far as filmmaking, general editing and things like that, you, sometimes you have to learn so that projects get done. Mm -hmm. And probably the same way that you're doing it as well, you're like, well, we can't afford to pay this, like, $100 an hour editor. Yeah. Might as well learn how to do the stuff. Yeah. And uh, you, get, do, you, you guys do a good job with that. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. It's That's pretty much how it was. It's just like, okay, we have a dream that we're trying to do. Uh, no one's really going to help us at this point right now. So we just got to do it on ourselves, And it's just like, you know, if, if you guys go back and watch our very first episode, why, why Henry said the audio was bad, it's because I'm feeling it on my iPhone. You know, like I, I really wanted to just get out there and just start doing it. And I filmed it on my iPhone, my iPad. Uh, Bezpah was with me on that first investigation. So, you know, it was, I, I, I recorded it, edited it all on iMovie, you know, the app and everything yeah, like yeah. that. It just started out just like that. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, and then just we just kept rolling with it, you know. We we took different concepts from different shows, different movies, and you know, at first it really seemed like we were kind of really following the formula. But until once we actually started going out and investigating, you can kind of see your own uniqueness, your own style, and how to do that. It starts repeating like that into your episodes and everything. So, have you do you encounter like certain themes in different movies that you do and everything that you work with? Yeah, for sure. You have that, that comfort zone, mm -hmm. right, um, of your go-tos and things like that. But it's, you're always learning. You're always expanding mm -hmm. your craft. Um, and, yeah, but it just like I imitate people all the time. I, I take scenes. Like the, I was telling them I have a movie that's coming out that I wrote called Sweet Maple Lane. And many, many scenes of haunting going on I took directly from other movies. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know, you change the name a yeah. little, but it's... It's, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. And, and that's, that's the thing, too, is like, you know, you get, you get inspiration from these guys, you know, because it's just like you're, you're such a fan of how they created it. It's like, okay, let's try to recreate that, but with our own twist to it, you know? Yeah. And then it, it comes out to something really cool and unique and beautiful with that. So, yeah, that's, that's really cool. You have any questions? Yeah, so to kind of, uh, kind of go off of that a little bit more is I'm sure you already have, like, a favorite horror film that you, that you have kind of growing up and stuff. Yeah. But I want to know that. But I also want to know what film, artistically and from a filmmaker's eye, 
if they're separate or if they're different, what is kind of your go-to one that's like, this is beautiful artistically? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Growing up, the fly stuck with me a lot. It was, I used to like, when I was like really little, we had like, I would uh, set up the VCR to record like the local stations would play horror movies at like two in the morning randomly enough. And I would like, my parents had never had any idea. I would set up the VCR <laughs> to record them. So any of those late night horror films, I think The Fly was like a major, they always had on. Um, night of the Living Dead, the, the original black and white oh, yeah. really was nice. something really cool about it. Um, and then what was the second part of your question? The second part was like, um, I don't know, the, the, your favorite movies for sure. Yeah. Artistically, yeah. kind of what's the one that you really, when you're in a bind, you're in a, like a, like we have writer's blocks. Yeah. And when it comes to filmmaking, what's the one that you go to to get inspiration again? Oh, interesting. Uh, anything from Spielberg. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You know, it's like no matter what, like even if you're not really interested in the subject matter, it's like, it's so, it's so cinematic mm-hmm. is the way he shoots, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's the goal I'm always chasing is, is having a budget to be more cinematic. Because uh, when, you, when you're uh, investing in yourself, a lot of the times, you don't have the massive budgets. And you have to cut corners a little bit. And sometimes that's like not taking that traditional slow shot or something like that. You're just more about getting the shot. Is Henry cutting me off? What happened? No. Okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of this guy. We're done. Warn <laughs> <laughs> us with this. No, it's like the Academy Awards here. Can you hear yeah. the music? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard some music. I was like, I better shut up. No, no. Uh, see, with me, it's in Nolan. I trust Christopher Nolan. I, I, mm. uh, whether you like the subject that you said or not, he, just the cinematography is just gorgeous and everything that he does. Yeah. So you like Tenet? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I didn't get it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I no, like got it. it. Yeah. No, but he, uh, what I was going to bring up is kind of bringing it back to what you said about uh, taps. You didn't want to go on taps. Today, as you know, there's... Not millions, but there's a lot of you know. Ghost Adventures at the top is, is the number one show, but yeah. it, even Taps I think is back now again. Yeah. The uh, but there's a lot of paranormal shows, reality shows. If you were to now that you have more access to Hollywood and to you know get productions done, if you were to do your own, how would you do it different than the ones that are out there now? Um, I don't know how. I, you know, I think I would invite people that have no business being in the ghost hunting community. Right, like someone that you would never expect. Like that would be like every every episode would have a different team. I think. Yeah. And that team would be people that would never want to, or ever, and you would never expect to be like in a show like that. Because I think that's what that's the drama of what we do, right? And and Ghost Adventures kind of took off on that with him being like the aggressor. You know, Zach always like, oh, come here, you know, whatever. But um, <laughs> and that was kind of like a change, right? Compared to like Ghost Hunters, which were very passive and like more, I think, on the fearful side of uh, respect. Um, but I'd like to bring the drama to it of people that like that are truly scared and don't want to be there. And I think the audience, I think, would uh, connect with it because there's already so many professionals that do it on like a very serious tone, like you guys, where it's like you guys really get um, stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that's always one of my dreams is. We're going to get Kevin Hart on an investigation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to get him on there. So the kind of kind of going off of that stuff, too, um, one question that's just kind of just burning in my head right now is something that we have in our episodes is we incorporate a little bit of uh, kind of hidden meanings in some of our stuff, things that are beyond what was just kind of face value. Do you kind of uh, use that in your filmmaking? Mm, I do. I have seen your themes. I, I dig it. It's a lot deeper than just like searching for paranormal. Uh, do I? No. <laughs> no, that. Um, I mean, it depends on the on the film, right? Like, uh, I have a drama about steroid abuse because I used to be uh, kind of addicted to steroids when I was in college as well. And so there's themes there of of loving yourself and 
and, um, and the body dysmorphia from a, a male perspective, which we don't usually see. So it really depends on the project. But most of the time, you know, honestly, it's just entertainment and, um, and trying to get more, more work out there. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think with us, my, my favorite, yeah, my inspiration comes from uh, Kurosawa and then the dreams of Kurosawa and all those Japanese films and everything. I remember when I watched Dreams of Kurosawa, even though the production and, and then everything wasn't like, it's, it was back, made back in the, like the 70s, 80s, I think, long time ago. Today, the cinematography and the quality isn't really that great, but what they used or what they had and how they used it at the time you know, was really dramatic. The colors, the, the tone, the music, and then the atmosphere was just, you know, in, in the movie Dreams of Kurosawa, he had like different, it was like a multiple story, uh, stories inside of one movie, and each one had like a different story to tell, and I was just like really drew inspiration from that. I was just like, okay, music, you know, the setting, coloring, all the sound, everything, and pretty much structurally how you, Put your episodes together they have to flow but also tie in somehow to different parts of the um uh the story and everything for all you editors out there you'll know what i'm talking about i'm kind of jabbering on right here but yeah that's, that's, that's deep man you just got deep with us <laughs> that was deep well let me let me do something kind of tend to that um and and you can be as honest as you want chris because one thing i like about the, the guys here uh, I've seen a growth in it. I've only known about a year, almost two years at this point, but it feels like, for, I always say that, like forever in a, in a great way. Uh, it, it, we just, our souls just connected from the day we met. Yeah. And I have seen a, grow, a growth in, in all of them, especially in Sean Clinn with, with his video editing and the way he approaches. He was already good, like I mentioned at the top. He was already good, but I've seen all the things that I've told him. He actually does and takes it to another, a whole other level. From what you've seen, you've seen their channel. But from what you've seen, give him a critique from a professional filmmakers pov um I, I don't really have a lot of critique because it's it's reality it's reality tv so there's no right or wrong um and the quality of your guys' work video quality is good the sound the last couple episodes i've watched like thunderbird stuff and like the sound was there um yeah and you create your own drama the way the way you talk to the spirit box so i think you guys are on the right path um i like how you use you said, what was the, the language you guys used? Yeah, yeah, the spiritual language. Spiritual I mean, language? Yeah. That's cool because you don't see that at all. Um, I would maybe try to like push that a little bit more as something that sets you guys apart. Yeah. Um, and then, are you, guys, you guys are Native American? Yeah. 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 Uh, Navajo Diné. No. Yeah. yeah. So I would use that to your advantage as well. It's like mm. everybody in Hollywood's craving for diversity and here you guys are you know, a very, very small minority, mm -hmm. I would use that to your advantage any way possible, whether it's funding, whether it's grants, whether it's um, bringing the community of Navajo together a little bit more. Yeah. That's what I would do if I were in your shoes. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, good, good, good. Yeah. I agree. Agree. <laughs> they way. agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. Episode's yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> no. you know, real quick, you know what's funny for me is that you were asking about themes for movies, but actually, mm -hmm. you know where I, I get a lot of influence from is video games. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like Silent Hill is like one of those things, like the soundtrack, the score, mm -hmm. and just the vibe and the tone. Um, whenever I do horror, I always have that soundtrack playing in the background. Yeah. Nice. So video games really shape um, 
shape, I think, sometimes writing and editing for me. Honestly, honestly, because when you play those games, you know, you have, you know how it feels to just be like, you're in there, you know, when you're just in the dark room just playing a horror game like that. Yeah. It's nothing better. <laughs> I don't have to judge people for their acting or anything. Like, being in the industry, I watch a lot of films and I'm like, oh, that's so terrible, the writing's rough, or I can't get in it, like... yeah. I'm not gonna talk shit about anybody, but we all <laughs> call them out. Call them out. Yeah. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers reborn. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you guys did that? Um, no, but uh, but yeah, video games. Like you can't. You know, you're in it. You don't have to judge anything. You're just yeah. experiencing it. It's pretty raw, and that's yeah. what I like about about games like that. Yeah. Uh-hoo. Speaking of games, real too. Have you guys ever played Phasmophobia? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Isn't that game fucking great? <laughs> we, oh, oh, or you we, guys hate it? We, no. we, we tried we tried making like, we were gonna think about making like a ghost hunting game channel, yeah. you know, and play that game. Yeah. We're just like, okay, you re- ghost hunters reacting to a ghost hunting game. Yeah. It's just like, okay, you know. Not a bad idea. You know, you know what's hilarious yeah. about it is like we, we kind of like played it with each other. We're all we're all on different platforms. We're playing it. And I got frustrated because I couldn't use any of my normal stuff that I have here. <laughs> like, I would bust out my sage right now. I yeah. bust out my Where's, the, where's the sword? Where's the sword? Come on. And just see him die yeah, like yeah. oh well I guess we gotta get you in the spirit world now horrors <laughs> <laughs> wrecked you yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's I love game. that game all those all those years that I couldn't really had I didn't have time to investigate mm. uh, that game has kind of pushed me uh, allowed me through it um, to still be part of the community yeah. I, I definitely want to try in VR <laughs> yeah oh too scary I think too scary that game's creepy man yeah. Henry you ever play that what Phasmophobia no oh man you're missing out it sounds like it from what you guys are saying. It's, it's, a, it's a fun ride. No, but I was about to say, I, I really love this episode because this is the first episode where all of you listening, you can see that there's more to Unearthing the Supernatural than just the parent of the Supernatural. We're nerds. We're nerds. Don't mention Star Wars. We'll be here another eight oh, hours. Oh, here we go. We're going to be going on. We're in the right setting for it. Come on, come on. <laughs> come on over. Let's, let's chit-chat. <laughs> we, we, you've done it on, on your, your podcast, but uh, Ask Hero... To, to talk about Nemo in the <laughs> spiritual world. Yeah, if you want a spiritual teaching from us, normally our, our people and our traditions have a certain way of telling it. But to make it, to, for it to be understood by people outside of the tribe, we have to use movies uh, to make it relatable to everybody else. So yeah, I think Hero has really mastered that talent. Don't even ask me about Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> well, he's a killer now, isn't he? In that horror, horror movie. It's, oh, yeah. it's, an, it's a new rewrite. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. There's a little bit of, of that. Uh, Chris, tell everybody know what you have coming up. Movies, anything that you, that you can talk about? Yeah, I mean, if you already listened before, Bad Bones is out right now. Uh, it's a fun little um, supernatural film, and uh, I have um, a couple of movies coming out this year that we shot in Alaska. One is called Woods of Ash, and the other one is called I Die and You Live. Let me know where everybody can follow you, social media, everything. Yeah, only Chris Levine, all, all across the platforms and stuff. And uh, yeah, come say hi. I'll link it. Can I, can I ask there. a question real quick? Yeah. So you have the tattoos on the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is uh, what is that? Is that anything specific? Yeah, so they're kind of like my marks of leadership. So to indigenous people, you're technically not really supposed to have tattoos uh, unless you've earned them. And so in uh, our indigenous tribe, the ones that were selected to kind of go through the guardianships that we have, um, you, you earn them through your tasks, you earn them through deeds that you've done. And they're marks that not only humans and other tribes can recognize, but they're marks that spirits can recognize too. So a way I like to describe it to certain people is that uh, very similar to like law enforcement or military, how they have their ranking on their sleeves. Very similar to that, but it's just on my face permanently. <laughs> so. and, then, and then for us, traditionally a long time ago, uh, Native Americans, indigenous people, whenever you would do good deeds, you were offered a feather. But 
nowadays, we, we have our feathers on right now, but to wear it on a day to day is kind of hard and everything. So we get them tattooed Especially on Especially in moder modern day. So we get them tattooed on us. So we have our, our oh. silver eagle symbol well, right we have here. A lot of feathers. feathers. Yeah. He's been through it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just starting. He's seen some <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's a veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's cool. Thanks. Good for question. Good yeah, question. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me where are your tattoos? Uh, Kent. Not on camera. You're going to pay extra for that. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the VIP treatment. Yeah. Henry, Henry OnlyFans right now. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, there you go uh, with the guys. You know you know where to find them and everything linked up for everybody on the uh, show description. So, Chris, thanks a lot. Thanks for being here at OC Paracon. It was fun watching you up, up there. And yeah. uh, have fun again, you know, meeting, meeting along. This, this, is, this is what you want. Because everybody here, they're, not, they're ghost hunters. But everybody also has different fields of study. So yeah. it's not just ghost hunter, ghost hunter, ghost. They all, they all have different. So yeah, go, go out there, have fun. A lot and of love here. Yeah, thanks again for, for being here. Thanks. Thank oh. you. Yeah, thank you. That was a fun interview to do and, and be a part of. I was sitting there also, as you heard. So that was, again, recorded at OC Paracon a couple of weekends ago. That was Chris Levine and Unearthing the Supernatural. There's the side, like I was talking about, that I don't think a lot of you have seen or heard, especially from Sean Clen, the, uh, the fanboy side of Unearth. Just goes to show... Everything is not paranormal or supernatural with us. We also have fun and we also enjoy other things. We watch Star Wars. We, watch, we play video games. We're normal, in other words. Yeah, they know how to handle the paranormal. So do I. But just, again, goes to show you, we also have lives But when, it, when we're away from, uh, from the goes. In fact, John Zaffis, if you remember, earlier this year when, we cut, when they caught the, uh, the sound of the Thunderbird, he said that. John Zaffis said that in his speech that, Parent, but those of you that are paranormal professionals or you're into the paranormal, it shouldn't be paranormal 24 hours a day. It, it just shouldn't. You, should, you need to get a life. You need to be, you need to get grounded. And again, that interview just showed you that's how we get grounded with video games, with Star Wars, with with movies, with, with you know doing doing what we love to do, which is this this industry. So next week, actually, I was thinking about something as I was I was as that uh, interview was playing. I was thinking about something that we talked about. We being the boys and myself. We talked about it during OC Paracom, but I think combination of excitement that it was happening and we were, we were tired from the excitement, we didn't think about making it an episode. But now I am, and I think I'm going to, and I'm going to tease it to the, all of you listening. We were talking at OC Paracon about, obviously, Halloween. That was the first weekend in October, so everybody's thinking Halloween, and now that we're getting closer, you're seeing more Halloween everywhere. So everybody's thinking Halloween now. Is what I'm saying. I've never thought about this before, and I don't think too many of you have either. I've asked guests before, paranormal investigators, psychics, media, people that deal with paranormal uh, on a daily basis. I've asked them, how does a paranormal investigator, how do you celebrate Halloween? And most of them, they don't do it. But here's the thing. This is what we were talking about at OC Paracon. Now that I have them here, how does... How does a Native American, how does an indigenous person celebrate Halloween? Do you? I mean, if you're on a res somewhere across Turtle Island, do you? How do you celebrate Halloween? Well, we, we, can, we have somebody that can answer that. See, again, this is why they are the uh, spiritual consultants. Not only do they tell us about entities and uh, on all their adventures and their research, they can tell us things like this. They talk about history. So... Why not? Let's have him talk about how does how do indigenous people celebrate, if at all, Halloween. So we'll do that either next week or the week uh, leading up to 
the Halloween episode. And the Halloween episode, again, reminder, get your stories in. We got a few. Uh, I want to get as many as possible. If we have to, like I said earlier, I don't want to make it a two-parter this year. If you have to, I'll save some of them and we'll share some of those on the Christmas episode. So even if you don't make the Halloween episode, only because we have so many stories, then we'll I'll save them and we'll play them back on the Christmas episode. And that, that another hint, I'll be collecting Christmas, I mean, uh, ghost stories for the Christmas episode after we get to the Halloween episode. But for now, go to paranormalperception.show or record it on your phone and send it to me, Henry, at paranormalperception.show and you'll hear it played back on the Halloween episode. So next week, like I said, we'll either hear from the boys about um, indigenous Halloween, if there is such a thing, or it might be something else. Either way, coming back next week, we'll give you a whole new perception, a brand new perception, and that of the paranormal was Paranormal Perception. The views and opinions heard on Paranormal Perception are those of the guests and hosts of the show. Factual statements are accompanied by backing data, articles or other corroborating materials, either stated on the show or included in the show description. Any views or opinions expressed on the show are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company or individual. New episodes every Friday. Visit ParanormalPerception.show to listen. At Paraperception1 on Twitter. At ParanormalPerception2 on Instagram. Paranormal Perception with Henry San Miguel. Paranormal Perception was produced by 22 Creations Multimedia, LLC.